Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Almost Famous Minute. We're discussing the 2000 Cameron Crowe film, uh, Almost Famous, one minute at a time. I'm Eric Nash from Feels Like Weezer. I'm Aaron Stark from the You Are Not Alone Facebook group. Yeah, thanks for coming back this second week here. Uh, just uh, just a little over, just about a quarter of the way through the movie. Aaron, glad to see you. Glad to hear Absolutely, you. glad to be back. Yeah, so this is uh, minute 32, and it starts with Penny walking back down the ramp, as I mentioned last week, and William running to the car, and ends with William running down the street. It's it's, it's a different uh, different running area. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, Definitely changes scene. From- we, yeah, we, yeah, we have these two other little scenes in between uh, those uh, outside scenes, two, two interior scenes, so to speak. And we have that same song as before, The Cabin in the Air. Yeah. From Nancy Wilson. Still the same kind of mild, kind of really subdued kind of musical tone in the background. And, and it does uh, fade out, I think. Um... After about 15 seconds or so. Yeah. Not too long in there. And when, 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 about when the scene changes. A little bit after it, maybe. Um, but, um, you know, so, I mean, it's not a whole lot to say, I don't think, you know, about, about uh, like I was saying last week, she's she's walking back down the ramp, and uh, that's when we see William really running for, <laughs> in a little bit of an awkward way, you know, a little wibbly-wobbly, but uh, he's not, you know, as far as we know, there's no indication that, that, that young 15-year-old William nor Cameron Crowe um, I, I think at some point later and more a little more, more later in his life, maybe he did, you know, some drugs here or there, had some drinks as, as an adult, but, uh, I've never heard, I never heard anything about, uh, him, uh, imbibing. I heard that he, he, I heard that he gave, he, he partied a bit hard with the, with a couple of the bands. I, okay. I heard that. That, that that was one of the more liberties that they took with the movie to make him more innocent than in real life. Yeah. Hmm. That he was much more, especially later on, he was much more involved with yeah. the party. Like when he was on with Led Zeppelin, there was been some couple 
couple epic stories coming out of that one. Well, that would be a uh, time to do it then too. <laughs> yeah. That band of yeah. All when, bands. <laughs> when are you going to do it if you're not on tour with Led Zeppelin? Yeah. <laughs> um, there's, there's, I mean, you know, we, we have one, it's f- for this first little part of the, this minute, um, you know, one of those crazy things they, they, a lot of, uh, you know, uh, production people, directors, what have you will, will sometimes really stray away from and try to do what they can rewrites or whatever, um, to get away from being a period, any kind of period piece. So, because there's all these cars <laughs> of, of that mm-hmm. era and, you know, the vintage before too, you know, makes perfect sense that, uh, you know, you'd have some cars from the sixties and maybe even fifties hanging around here. We certainly mentioned that bus once before. It's it's almost a, it's almost like the colors of uh, the uh, mystery machine. Mm-hmm. They have like Scooby Doo's good old team finding fighting mystery. Some VW buses and other other kinds there too, and we see something just nearly as old as well. And when when it does change scene, if we're ready for that, uh, couple couple pieces of equipment: the uh, the typewriter and the tape recorder. Yes, those tape that tape recorder is uh, seems to be William's best friend during this movie. Yeah. And on it we hear Jason Lee's voice. Right. And and you we hear William we see William basically trying to edit together his one of his first interviews. Mm-hmm. And, and dealing with Jason Lee being kind of a pompous, arrogant kind of rock star talking about how the chicks are great. Right, yeah. One of those slightly cringy things to hear in this day and age, but uh, you know, um, yeah. And the tape recorder is, you know, we do, we do see. I mean, this is probably the closest up we ever see it. Is this, but it's a Sears brand, and it's probably hard for some younger people today to understand that that Sears that Sears store that uh, has gone out of business now more more recently, or you know, or at least partially. Mm-hmm. I think like the 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 hardware portions or something. I think of. And during like this time, it was the mark of quality. Yeah. Sears was like the gold standard back in the day. Mm-hmm. And we see uh, William's mom come into the scene. Right. Yeah. So there's, and so there's this, uh, there's this first joke that she kind of really doesn't laugh at. You know, she's not, <laughs> it kind of zooms over her head, you know, the, um, the idea, of this, the, mm-hmm. I think, is the, the small bills on the outside. Well, that's not a joke. That's a that's a security no. measure. Well, yeah, that that's a that's a that's a, that's a that's more of him her being a militant mom because that's that for that's him her telling her to keep because if she puts his twenties on the outside, people are going to want to rob him. So you put your you put your small bills on your outside of your roll of money so that people think you just have a bunch of ones. That's a parenting security device. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that, I don't think that's actually what I was going for for a joke. What I was going for is okay. So William is then saying, "I will call you if anyone anywhere gets drunk." Oh yeah, and yeah, she that, says that definitely... good. She says good too. <laughs> She's like, yeah, you know, it's like any normal person really should be going ha ha there, but that's when. But it's the next one that where she where she goes ha ha. Mm-hmm. You know, for for these not very good jokes, essentially, you know. Well, yeah, but it seems to be so. kind of the humor of their house. She so. she doesn't really seem to have much of a sense of humor. Yeah, so that ha ha is for for William to add uh, and don't take drugs. <laughs> yes, and she pretends that she has a sense of humor. See, yeah, I have, I have a well, sense of humor. See, funny joke. 
and I, and I think it's it's a matter of she wants to instill a little more confidence than, than she thinks he has too. You know, you know, mm-hmm. saying saying to him, see you, have, you see you, you know, shouldn't say you have a sense of humor, but she says sense of humor. By the by, this time she's kind of resigned to the fact that he's going to be off doing this, and yeah. so she's trying to manage it well, as best she can. But doing this isn't isn't this isn't what she's <laughs> she, she's not aware. <laughs> you know this this is she says have fun at the dance. I'm glad you're oh, making yeah. friends. Yeah. So this yeah. is some kind of line we haven't we we didn't we didn't hear. Um, and and it's not even in the deleted scenes either. Um, and there is a deleted scene which will. Which we should probably actually go, go ahead and get to. We kind of skipped over the part where it would fit in, um, where he is in the bedroom and, and typing. So, this deleted scene that happens is uh, good old Daryl, uh, Anita's boyfriend that they, that left with that she left with. Um, he comes in the room um, through the window. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I mean, he's, he's, you know, he's coming in and, and without like, even like kind of knocking, like, I, 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 I think, I think the idea is, is that, uh, he's not, he's, he just doesn't care maybe that, that anyone yeah. might be there because this, this apparently was, was Anita's room. I, apparently, uh, William at some point during the year, the, the, the three, four, five years, roughly, uh, mm-hmm. uh, he, he moved into Anita's room. Because it's the better room, maybe. But um, so so a little bit of it. I'll just go kind of go through uh, some of the at least the lines that seem to make the mo- seem to make the most sense. You know, just a little hey back and forth, and and Daryl says, "So your sister's a stewardess now." So you know that that it seemed like the plan, but <laughs> seemingly Daryl isn't you know is kind of aware, but isn't totally clued in to to uh, uh, what she's doing at this point. Um, and, and William says, and she and mom are still sort of, I would say not speaking, but I don't know that they ever did. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Daryl goes really weird. <laughs> he says, uh, the things your sister and I used to do inside these four walls. <laughs> oh, gee. and, and yeah, William is like, mm, he doesn't want to know. <laughs> um, and Daryl says, we flew the friendly skies. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, Daryl says to William, you seem cooler. <laughs> he, he says, I'm thinking about going to Morocco. <laughs> so uh, Daryl says, uh, uh, let me know if you need a little help with your mom. <laughs> William's response to that is, a little may not be enough. <laughs> um, yeah. She still, she still freaks me out. She's famous. She's famous. Um, Daryl says, go ahead and do whatever you're doing. I'm just going to hang in here for a moment <laughs> and lays down on the bed <laughs> and just kind of <laughs> moves around, moves his arms around, you know, kind of, you know, when you're laying almost like a snow angel, you know, kind of feeling the bed a little bit, even though it's probably technically not even the same bed either. <laughs> you know, I would, I would assume that William would have moved the bed, <laughs> switched the beds as well, but, um. Um, so then, then it's the addition, actually the little, it does, uh, change the scene to the next part of what we, what we end up getting the, the, an earlier part of that as well. 
and it's um uh Elaine, she is talking to William and digs out some bills out of a can. She mutters to herself, kind of, you know, I worry about drunk drivers. William says, Mom, I'm hmm. 15, right? <laughs> she, she says, yes, you're 15. And here's that money I owe you. Um, so this, this is where some joke, the word joke especially gets thrown around a little bit, you know, and, and kind of probably maybe got me into mindset when I was talking, when I was talking earlier. She says, your father's favorite joke, I don't do that as well. So, mm. so when in their family, apparently, you know, whenever a kid was going out, one of the, one of the two kids was going out, the parent, either, you know, apparently the father did it definitely more so uh, when he was around earlier in time. And that was, I mean, this is, this is, you know, I think the only reference to the father, at least so far say, in the, that... at least so far in the uh, uh, deleted scenes in the untitled cut. I was going to say, cause I don't remember there being much yeah. of a reference to the father in the yeah. movie. In the theatrical, yeah, I don't. I think there's zero. So this is just a yeah. little bit of insight there, a little bit of a mention, but not much. Um, and that's really it for that. And then we're back to the regular scene where Elaine's yeah. talking to William, and she's he's just saying, yeah. uh, "Mom, stay, mom, I got it, stay." <laughs> yep. She's trying to constitute. She would like to go with him. She would prefer to just walk there with him and be mm -hmm. right there next to him at the dance. Yeah, she's right. Doing something, she should do it too. Well, and and, and that I would say that I, I would say the dance is a is a bad lie as well, because most parents would then talk about talk about chaperoning. <laughs> you know, well, well, no, none of the other parents talk, you know asked me if if I'd be up for chaperoning or that didn't that didn't get passed around mm -hmm. amongst parents. Well, you know. And Williams has been a Williams a bad liar all the way around. In this yeah. movie. he's not he's not very good at deception. I mean, yep. the the classic scene with Rolling Stone magazine that's yeah. hilarious. And then William finally says goodbye to his mom, says "I love you," and starts headed down the street. Yep. Yeah, and she just stands there, watch, looking out through the screen door. And then I think uh, even uh, next minute, next week, um, with with a different different. Uh, co-host slash guest what have you um i'll i'll even uh talk a little bit more i believe about that um there's there's just it's just a little little bit of extra longing after you know it cuts back to her continuing to watch <laughs> i think even muttering a little bit more something to herself mm. um being being very very overly concerned um but if if she only knew he was lying then then she would really have a good right to be <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, are there any other notes for this one you feel like you have? Nope. Nope. No, no other notes for me on this one. Okay. Well, um, like I said, uh, I, I certainly uh, hope uh, you can make it back uh, like roughly a couple more times, say, um, when we're when we're out on the road, maybe with the band or something. Or I would, I would love to, yeah. I'll take a couple good, good scenes later on. That'd be great. Um, and, and the, air, you, the airplane scene would be yeah. fun. There's yeah, the, yeah. Uh, since we since we got the one, I'll have to see what uh, if there's an opening for that uh, right now or not. Uh, that one, that one would be fun with the where the airplane almost crashes. That would be that would be a yeah. At least a little backup, maybe a little as a backup uh, for that too, just in case. Um, but uh, so uh, I definitely want to uh, mention. Um, 
that uh, we are part of the uh, Pantheon Podcast Rock and Roll Network, and uh, it's a uh, way you can find it is if you can, you can just go straight to it by uh, typing into your browser, uh, PantheonPodcast.com, and uh, there's a whole bunch of other uh, great uh, shows there about rock and roll and so a couple about you know movie stuff too. Um, uh, not any one specific movie per se. Uh, actually, former guest of the show, Andy King. It's his real rock show, and he he just uh, will do uh, different movies each time he puts out an episode um, that are rock and roll related. And uh, but there's but there's definitely like the big ones that started at uh, the Rock and Roll Archaeology and Deeper Digs, both kind of seemingly something maybe of a similar theme and. And a bunch of others, too. And there's, of course, my own uh, Feels Like Weezer with my uh, co-host there, Zach. Um, and uh, uh, you can also find uh, Almost Famous Minute at uh, facebook.com slash Minute for our page. And our group is the Band-Aids Listener Society. And, of course, uh, Twitter uh, is at Almost Famous Men as well. That, uh, that, that, that is also uh, the Instagram feed. Almost famous men. Um, so uh, if you want to, Aaron, if you're up for uh, telling the good folk about uh, your stuff you have going on, uh, how, how they can find you. Um, come find me on uh, Twitter at StarkDad1313, or you can come find me on Facebook at Aaron Stark. That's usually where I do a lot all my, my work. I'm, I run the You Are Not Alone Facebook group. It is all about supporting people who are in a depressed or dark spot, find a way out of that darkness. And it is over 2,200 people in 71 countries and has stopped 11 suicides and three school shootings. So come join the fun. Wonderful. Amazing work that you're, that you're doing. So glad. Thank you. And uh, so like I was saying, this, this has been a minute 32 and uh, we should have Aaron back on someday, but uh, we'll definitely have a, another person uh, or persons uh, next week for minute 33. And until then, it's all happening. It's all happening. I am a golden god! It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett. 
Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 